Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. My name is Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. This podcast will be about my story and my words, talking about my own personal experiences and self-healing. I do not claim to be a therapist, counselor, or licensed psychologist. Hello, my name is Amanda Bedard, and I'm the co-host, producer, and editor of Invisible Tears. I'm a Reiki master, certified professional life coach, spiritual coach, wellness coach, and a counseling practitioner. Some of the content you will hear in this podcast may be disturbing to some. Viewer discretion is advised. But it is our hope by putting this information out there that we may help others to heal. We will always be a platform for truth and healing. This is Invisible Tears. Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Amanda, Jane's life coach. And welcome to the Jane and Amanda Show. Where we focus on mental health and healing. Hello, welcome to Invisible Tears. I'm Jane, host of Invisible Tears. And I'm here with my co-host, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jane. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm also here with my daughter, Jessica. Hi, Jess. Hey. And we are also graced with the presence of my daughter, Abriana. Abriana, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. 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 We decided to do a podcast today on bullying, school bullying to be more specific. I know this doesn't quite fit right into the, the true crime podcast, so to say, but it does fit into mental health. Mental health, absolutely. Um, bullying is such a significant problem, and it's a problem that's always been there. I'm sure that you have experiences, Jane, and I know that I have experiences being around bullying. Bullying can have a direct impact on mental health, um, and especially when it's occurring with younger generations, too. It can be very impactful. So I think this is a great episode. Um, this is a great episode to record and have some extra guests on to share their experiences and share their viewpoints uh, because some recent happenings have occurred right around where we live. And that's why we were compelled to actually do this episode. Exactly. Um, we had an a incident in my town uh, last week. Um, but, you know, on my podcast, too, we we 
talked with Jessica, I talked with Jessica a few weeks ago, my daughter, and um, the impact that bullying in school had on her mm-hmm. um, because she was a little different and because of her disabilities, yep. which were a direct result of my attack. Right. So um, that's why I really feel like um, this needs to be um, in discussion. Yep, absolutely. Definitely. But um, I, first, I, I don't want to get into too many um you know, the, too much of the geographics about my town, Hinsdale, New Hampshire. Um, but I do want to break it down a little bit to start off. Um, I live in a small town, Hinsdale, New Hampshire, with Jessica and my, my granddaughter, Cheyenne, and the rest of my family. Um, the population of Hinsdale is 3,900. Uh, the middle high school has a total of 257 students. Oh, that's so small. 24 graduated last year. Wow. That's yep. how small it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is a very small school system. Mm-hmm. And last week, I happened to go online, and a local newspaper, the Brattleboro Reformer in, in Brattleboro, Vermont, wrote an article on the Hinsdale High School. There was an incident that happened there. And I'm gonna read a little bit of what the paper had said. Do you wanna actually read the title of the article and then who the reporter was, Jane? Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, Just so we can actually link it in the description too if anybody wants to go in and read it. The title is Hinsdale Student Still in School After Making a Hit List. And the the reporter was Bob Audet. Perfect. Thank you. And um, so the article starts off saying a seventh grader in the Hinsdale Middle High School was removed from class after she was accused of making a quote-unquote hit list of students she wanted to shoot. Yesterday afternoon, the administration was notified that there was threatening behavior towards students and staff by a student in the middle school. The principal um, had wrote an email that went out to parents. Following a threat assessment, he wrote, no weapons were found. Mm -hmm. It was deemed that it was not a credible threat. The student's parents were made aware of the situation and this morning the Hinsdale police were notified along with the superintendent and school board Um, the principal noted that the student will the student will be monitored and will be meeting with the school social worker due to confidentiality concerns of course no other information was provided but a parent contacted the reformer and asked not to be identified and said some students are extremely upset and scared by the incident. The students on the list are petrified, uncomfortable, and they feel as if they don't even matter. A few didn't even go to school because they allowed this girl to be in the school today after making threats yesterday. The parent also alleged that the bullying by teachers and other students at the Hinsdale schools is quote-unquote awful. 
and includes making fun of students with special needs. That is just, um, I read this and I felt so many different emotions. Like when Jessica was in school, Jessica, you graduated in what class? What? What year? 2007. So she graduated in 2007. Uh, Jessica was bullied pretty bad in school, mm -hmm. uh, almost on a daily basis. Yeah, every day. And I can remember her coming home feeling so depressed, and it, it, it took away her self-confidence, mm -hmm. and she just, you know, she had no friends. Yeah. And she went to this school the, her whole entire life. Now, this school is so small that there are parents, there's students in the school right now where their parents went to that school. Right. And their grandparents went to that school. Yeah. And there's also teachers that were students in that school. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a really small community, but it is so clicky. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was, by reading this article, I'm thinking... I can't imagine what this girl had been enduring where she had to make a hit list. Yeah. I, 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 I can only imagine that her bullying was just that horrible. I mean, how does that drive... Bullying can drive a, a person to do unspeakable things, Absolutely. especially if it's on a daily basis mm -hmm. and I instantly thought about Jessica and thinking wow nothing has changed in that school system if anything I think the bullying has gotten worse and you know Cheyenne just experienced now Cheyenne's gonna be nine next week she had soccer practice or a soccer game last night and she just experienced bullying at her game by her own team member. This is second and third grade soccer. It's not like they were at, you know, in the state finals or anything like that. Even that's not okay. Mm -mm. But it, it's second and third grade soccer and the student was saying she shouldn't be on the team because she's not good enough. Yeah. And it's the bullying to even be in the elementary school yeah. is just crazy. It just blows my mind that as a society and after all these years that this has been going on in the schools that there's no resolution to this. Right. It's you know, I, I get so sick and tired. Unless you have experienced bullying, bullying in the school or you, your child has experienced bullying in the school, you have no idea what it's like. Right. And for people to say, oh, bullying happens in school, kids bully, it, it's... It's a know, way of life. It's a you way of life, you know. It's so... I, that infuriates me so much mm -hmm. because Jessica's been out of school since 2007 and it's still with her. Right. Yeah. The bullying in school is still with you. Yeah. When Shy got bullied last night, it brought every emotion back. 
It was a flashback. It was. It all came back. Even today, I'm like, ugh. And I don't, I just don't think people realize this. Mm. It's like, I feel as a community, we need to start um, finding a solution to this. Whether your children or your child goes to school or your child is bullied or not, we need to find a solution to this. Yeah. It's, it's just infuriating to me. And, you know, these, these students that are bullied, all they want to do is go to school and get an get a education. Right. Why, why must they have to endure this on a daily basis? Why? It's, I had chatted with a few parents over the weekend because this re- I read this last week in the paper and I went online and it was posted online in the Hinsdale, one of the Hinsdale sites. And some of the comments I were, was reading was just crazy. Like these people, instead of addressing, like for example, me, if my child was on that hit list, the first thing I would ask is, why are you on that hit list? Yep. Had you been bullying this child? Mm-hmm. Why are you on that hit list? Mm-hmm. And the school should be asking these teachers, why are you on her hit list? Right. It's, it's weird because the whole mentality of and the whole framing of the article really focuses on this girl, this seventh grade girl that made the hit list. But there's really no talk of the teachers that were on the hit list or the other students that were on the hit list. Don't get me wrong. I am not condoning anybody to make a hit list. Oh, I am not that either. Is a, that, that, is, that is absolutely a cry for help. I'm glad that she's, it sounds like she's receiving counseling. It would be nice if she were receiving counseling outside of the school system because it's apparent that there's a problem in the school system. But the entire situation needs to be looked at. A seventh grade girl making a list of people she wants to shoot. That's a problem. Exactly. And what happened to her, to speak to your point, what happened to her? What happened in these interactions? What is going on with this girl? And the entire situation should be looked at. The people on the hit list, her teachers should be spoken to. The entire situation should be looked at. Not just focus on this girl and, oh, okay, she made a hit list. And, oh, okay, let's, let's watch her and put her in counseling in the school. And, and a lot of parents were outraged that she was allowed back into the school the next day. Okay, I get that. I do not condone her making a hit list. Right. There are concerns there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not defend her in that way. Yep. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But why aren't we talking about the sole reason why she made this hit list the root cause the root cause and you know i've talked to uh, or chatted online with a few parents in hinsdale over the weekend about different things with this situation and i've discovered that there are students that are bullied so bad in that middle high school that are depressed and on medication there's been students that are suicidal Mm -hmm. There's students that are going home and cutting themselves. I mean, when bullying gets to that point, then the school system needs to take some responsibility. Absolutely. And some accountability Mm -hmm. and start finding a resolution to this. 
Absolutely. And these students need to start taking some accountability. Mm-hmm. All the comments, that, or most of the comments that I read online were defending these students that were on the hit list. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that they're probably scared. But you know what? How do you think that girl felt every day when she woke up knowing she had to go to school every day and that she was going to be bullied? Right. What about how she felt, too? Yep. You know, I, I, in a way, there's no right or there's no wrong in this situation, but there should be a solution. Absolutely. And as a small community, we should have a solution. Obs. Mm-hmm. Um, your school was a little bit bigger than the Hinsdale school, correct? Yep. And how many grades were in there? Um, there were three. Three, six yep. through eighth, six, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yep. Now, did you see any bullying or experienced any of that in your school? Because your school's quite a bit bigger than the Hinsdale school system. I would definitely say that there's a lot of bullying going on, but. I don't really know what happened because I tried staying away from it Mm. as much as I could. (laughs) Do you feel the teachers or the schools have ever addressed, have they addressed it enough in the schools? I don't think so. Like they don't, they send us to like guidance counseling and like make us talk through it, but that doesn't really help at all. So, yeah. And just to put into perspective, too, so the school that Aubriana is talking about is Keene Middle School. And so, when Jane, when you were talking about how small the Hinsdale School was, and I was like, wow, that's small. So, I personally went to the Keene Middle School public schools as well. So, Aubriana's Keene Middle School, I'm trying to put it into perspective with those three grades, it would probably be about 700 kids in that school just for those three grades. Like to put it into perspective, when I graduated Keene High School in 1998, my graduating class was the largest it had been. And I'm pretty sure it was 380 that graduated. So I can personally speak from experience, you know, way back in the day, um, like you were talking about the clicks very 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 clicky um with that amount of kids in the school jessica did you see other students being bullied when you were in school there was me and maybe two others did they have disabilities yes see i found that too uh talking amongst talking to parents over the weekend that a majority of the students that were being bullied um did have disabilities. Yep. Oh, that pisses me off to no end. Did you did you notice that too in your school? Uh, um, OBS? Yeah, it's more like learning disabilities than like actual disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just getting back to the the bullying in Hinsdale, um, do you think it's gotten worse? Oh yeah. Yep. For it to be in the um, elementary, no need. At this age. Nope. Where do we, I mean, where do these kids pick up the bullying from? I mean, what makes them want to bully other students? Social media. I think from, from my perspective, if, if a child is picking on another child... Most of the time with bullies, if you sit down and actually talk with them, they themselves are actually dealing with 
something that's pretty significant within their lives, whether it's abuse, whether it's trauma, whether it's something that's really pushing on their self-esteem and their confidence. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's surprising to hear, especially if you've been on the receiving end of bullying, but most of the time it's almost like a transference. Um, They're doing it to actually make themselves feel better. Empowering themselves. Yes. It is there. They most likely incur some sort of thing that's happening within their lives where they feel powerless. It's their way to take power back. And unfortunately, it's at the expense of other people not realizing what type of damage that you're actually doing. I can agree to that to a certain extent because there were some students that bullied Jessica pretty bad in school. I had a pretty good pretty good life and home. Well, yeah. you think so? No, I know so. Well, you don't you you can't speak for those for those kids though. Right. Like That's like true. you you can see from the outside all you want but there may have been something going on within them and to i'm not defending them by any means let me get that straight i'm not defending those actions by any means but outwardly people can put on a very good facade of what you think that their life is but internally there can be a lot of other things going on we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors and now back to our episode i think it may too be, there may be one student that's looking for that empowerment, but because, especially Hinsdale's so clicky, mm-hmm. that other students just follow suit. Yeah, the um, yeah, I have, I have a lot to say about that. So, <laughs> oh, most people don't understand and don't realize that just one person standing up to a crowd can absolutely make a difference. The way that I was in school was I was very, very much against bullying. And Jess, when I hear you talk about your experiences, I think all the time that I wish that I was in school with you. I do. Because I was one of those people that was known to protect people that were being bullied. Sometimes even people I didn't know. But there was no way that that was going to happen around me. It, it wasn't and it stems from an incident that happened in elementary school where I went home one day and I was really upset because I had seen somebody you know in the in the lunch line or something like that really getting picked on and really getting bullied and I was really upset and bothered by it and I talked to my mother about it and she looked at me and she said well what did you do and I was like nothing and she was like well you're just as bad as the bullies then And I was like, no, I didn't do anything to this person. And she was like, no, you stood by and you did nothing. And so from that moment on, even if it wasn't the, um, even if it wasn't the cool thing to do, even if I was standing up against my friends, I just never allowed that to happen around me. Yeah, I never had that. I had everybody laughing. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you dealt with that. I think if more, I think if more people realize the impact that bullying could have on someone and and try and actually teach their children about the long lasting impacts and that, you know, you, you can 
stand up. You can stand up for people and you can protect people. And many times, even, even in a crowd, if one person just steps in and is like, what are you doing? This is so wrong. Mm. You're being so cruel. Yeah. The crowd will stop because it's no longer, oh, everybody just following suit. Yeah, it's no longer the cool thing to do. Exactly. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm not being cool doing this. Mm. Like, no, you're not. You're being an asshole. And you're really hurting this person. Yeah. And what does that make you? Stop. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. I totally get that. That's, there's no reason. You know, another thing that, that was brought up to my attention was a lot of these parents that are, um, that have their, their, their child is being bullied in the, the middle high school right now. They have gone to the school system so many times. Some of these, ch- these students are being bullied by teachers. There's, I guess there's a couple of specific teachers up there that are bullying students with handicaps, students that have learning disabilities. And when the student goes to somebody higher up to say something about these teachers, the bullying worsens. Of course. And I've heard that several times, that that has happened several times. So it's like, you know, to me, um, teachers are supposed to be role models. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to protect our students. They're supposed to um, teach students, you know, to a certain extent what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable in school. Right. And so if a student cannot go to a teacher or feel like they can, can't go to a teacher to talk about how much they're being bullied, what does a student do? Yeah, exactly. You know, the, our, our teachers are supposed to not only physically, but to me, mentally, they're supposed to be protecting our children, yeah. our students. And, you know, they're supposed, to, they're supposed to recognize if a student is being abused at home. They're supposed to be able, they've, they have workshops for these. Mm-hmm. These teachers are, are supposed to be going to these workshops. So if a child is, you know, abused at home, they're supposed to recognize it. They're, if a child goes to them about abuse at home, they're supposed to know what to do about it, yeah. what they're supposed to do. Um, when a child goes to them, they're supposed to know, you know, with the workshops, they're supposed to recognize if a child is suicidal or, um, you know, dealing with any kind of mental illness. Um, most of the time, they're supposed to recognize this. Mm-hmm. And in Hinsdale, it seems to be so ignored. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I, I also looked up that I found quite eye-opening and I think this has a lot to do with bullying in the Hinsdale High and Middle School. Mm-hmm. I looked up how we rated in, in the state with testing. Mm-hmm. And um, like, for instance, math proficiency. Mm-hmm. State average is 48%. Hinsdale is 19%. Mm-hmm. Reading proficiency. State Average is 56%, Hinsdale's 49%. And the student ratio for Hinsdale is seven students 
per one teacher, wow. which I think is a pretty good ratio. Yeah. Um, so I, I often, after I was looking at these numbers, I'm thinking these students that are being bullied, how can they possibly function in a classroom the way that they should be. And these numbers really show me that maybe the bullying is that bad in that high middle school that it's starting to affect the education of the children, of Mm -hmm. the students. And I can't see why it wouldn't. I mean, it affected Jessica. Yeah. She she was bullied so much that she, you were completely consumed by the bullying and, and really couldn't go to class. I couldn't and, concentrate. They had to take me out, go to the library or, yeah. So, so because you couldn't concentrate in class because you were being bullied so much, they removed you. Yep. They didn't remove the kids or nope. reprimand the kids that were doing it. They removed you. Yep. And when she was being bullied, I mean, I knew I knew about some of it when she was in school. I didn't know about the extent of it until after, way after she graduated, when she finally started opening up to me about a few things. But when I, when she was coming to me and letting me know that she was being bullied about stuff, I went to the school. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these parents right now are going to the school about their child being bullied and the school doesn't want to do anything about it. They're acting as if it's not their their problem. And I mean, I don't know if maybe they don't have a resolution to the problem or they just don't want to find a resolution to the problem. Yeah. But. I mean, when do we start holding the school accountable? We send our, stu- our, our children to school to learn, to gain social skills, not to be bullied every day, not to be unsafe, not to be mentally abused. Because I'm sorry, when a child is being bullied in school, that is mental abuse. It is. And a child can only deal with that for so long Mm -hmm. and it it's um it's frustrating to me and the school system doesn't seem to want to do anything about it and a lot of these parents feel that they're not responsible for it that it's bullying is normal it's a it's a normal thing for a child for for you know in a childhood in your childhood for school or whatever it's just there's a distinct difference between personalities not getting along and having conflict there's a very distinct difference between that and bullying oh exactly Mm -hmm. exactly it's frustrating that the uh that it sounds like this has been brought to the uh, school's attention and they're not doing anything about it i mean now that this article has been published and now that we're doing this podcast, maybe they actually will. Maybe some action may actually take place. I mean, the seventh grader wrote a hit list. It's just good that somebody, you know, found it. What happened? And and again, uh, they said that there were, there were no weapons found. It wasn't, you know, exactly. she wasn't going to do anything with it. But 
Are they going to wait until a kid writes a hit list, nobody finds it, and then goes and shoots up the school? Exactly. I mean, is that going to cause them to... Open their eyes. Do something. To do something about the apparent Mm -hmm. bullying problem with not just the students, but the teachers there as well. That's really disturbing to me. It is very disturbing to me. Uh, (laughs) Listening to some of these parents over the weekend was eye-opening. I'm terrified. My, My granddaughter goes to that school. Well, she goes to that school system. She's in the elementary school right now. What is going to happen when she gets to the high school? Is it going to be worse? Are they going to find resolution to the bullying? We talk to Cheyenne all the time, my granddaughter, about bullying in school. And, um, you know, we ask her, you know, if you're ever bullied in school, you need to come to us. Mm -hmm. We want to know. Because I don't want her to get bullied so bad that it's a, you know, it stays with her throughout her life like Jessica has. You know, Jessica's accepted it pretty good. But like yesterday at the at the game, that was a complete flashback for her. It was. And, you know, we talked to Cheyenne a lot about it. She says that they do a lot of, um, they go to the the school counselors and do a lot of discussion about bullying in school um but she's seen it in the elementary school she's seen it um and she last year second grade she was bullied a little bit but we went right to the school and the elementary school dealt with it like immediately Mm -hmm. a lot better than what the high school is dealing with it or lack of Um, and she also was bullied by a teacher in uh, preschool yes. in the elementary in Hinsdale. Yep. Yeah, and we brought that to the attention, and that teacher was... Um, I said let go. Yeah, let go, because mm-hmm. yep. we didn't see her anymore. Right. She kept coming home yeah. and would say, Mom, it's, it's uh-huh. bad. And she would tell me... Five. Five. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad that she came home and told us because who knows how many other students that teacher was bullying. Right. Right. You know, but Cheyenne hadn't, you know, knew enough to come home and tell us that it bothered her. And I think, you know, parents really need to start talking to their child Mm -hmm. and, you know, find out are they being, are they being bullied? Or are they bullying other kids? Right. Um, start monitoring their social media. Social media will tell them right off the bat if they're if they're bullying other other um, students in the school. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, to me, I would be addressing it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Now, I am a very opinionated person, <laughs> and a lot of people probably no. aren't going to like what I'm Not what Jane. I'm saying on this podcast, but. It's my podcast, and I can say it. Yes, you can. And I am opinionated, <laughs> and some people appreciate it. <laughs> some people not so much, <laughs> and that's okay. It's what that's we okay. love about you. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah, I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. You can or cannot respect my opinion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. But um, I mean, honestly, 
if my child's name was on a hit list of another child at school, I would be questioning my child. I would be too. Yeah. I mean, I you know, as much as I would hate the fact that my child's name was on a hit list. I mean, of course. That would terrify me. Yeah. But I would definitely address why my child's name was on that hit list. Yeah. And nobody seems to be talking about that. Yeah. Well, now we are. We are. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, exactly. I mean... It would be coming from a parent's perspective. I mean, it would be absolutely terrifying. But you, it, when you think about it and try and go to the root cause, okay, uh, gather everyone involved in the situation and the person that wrote the person that wrote the list, all the people that are on the list. Okay, what is going on? What is going on? Why did it get to this extent? What is happening? Exactly. Exactly. You know, the reporter. Bob Audet, I I am going to contact him because I really want him to do a follow-up uh, story on this and get more in-depth with the bullying situation in the Hinsdale Middle High School. That's awesome. Uh, Good. It, I, I, it needs to be investigated from a reporter's yep. Yep. Uh, point of view yep. um, and really get out there and... <laughs> we have a school meeting November yep. 9th, I think. Yep. And um, a lot of parents are going to be attending that. Oh, yeah. I hope a lot of parents attend that school meeting in Hinsdale, New Hampshire, because this needs to be addressed. Um, yes, I get parents are pissed off because this girl was let back into the school the next day. They're monitoring her. They're making sure that she doesn't have weapons when she comes in the school. Mm -hmm. There was absolutely no weapons found in the school or on her uh, after they found the hit list. So, I mean, some of the girls the next day didn't go to school because they were terrified that their name was on the hit list. I get that. But, um, you know, I hope a lot of these parents, the ones that... Their child was on the hit list. Mm-hmm. The the parents of children that are being bullied in that school. I hope they all attend this meeting Absolutely. and start getting some answers from the school system. Because you know what, we can't we can't keep doing this. Yeah, um, something worse is going to happen, mm-hmm. and I hope not. I'm terrified that it would. But unless there's a resolution. What's going to stop it? Right. Yep. All right. Well, love your children. Speak to your children. Check their social media. Know what's going on in your child's life. Know their friends, who they hang out with. Mm -hmm. Are they good influences on your children? Are they bad influences? Is your child a follower or a leader? Uh, If your child's a follower, make sure you know who they hang out with. See something, say something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to uh, really address the bullying. And I hope it bothers you as much as it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Because it should bother every single parent, mm-hmm. child, aunt, uncle, you name it. Everybody, every teacher. This should bother everybody. 
but as a community, we used to be uh, getting together and and um, finding a solution. Absolutely, I think that's the only way that it will that it will get better. I do too. Thank you, Jessica. Yep. Thank you, Hobbs. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Invisible Tears. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, hear all future episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a website, invisible-tears.com, where you can keep current with any events that may be happening with our podcast, read more about Jane and the team, and read more about all the Connecticut River Valley unsolved cases. If you are looking for everyday items, clothes, collectibles, or a gift for that special someone, you can support us further by checking out our retail store, The Frugal Marketplace. We can be found at thefrugalmarketplace.com or search for us on eBay and Poshmark. We hold an online claim sale on Facebook Live every Monday night at 7 p.m. where you can find our latest items for sales or items at a deep discount. If you're local to the area, please stop in and say hi. You can find us at 919 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire. The links for our products can be found in our show notes. If you want to learn more about my wellness practice, Guided Path Wellness, head to guidedpathwellness.org. There you can read more about me and my certifications, more about the Reiki and coaching services I offer both in person and remote, and read all about my products for sale that I make through the practice. Feel free to utilize the contact us section on the website with any questions or utilize that free 15-minute consultation booking button if you have any questions about what might work for you. Evil may exist in this world, but we will not let it win. See you next episode.